Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix In Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome back. I'm so glad you are here. I am in the middle of my whirlwind Disney vacation extravaganza, I guess is what I'm calling it. Um, I just got back from Disneyland. I was there for a couple of days with my girls and some friends. And so I'm home now just for a minute, just for enough time to sleep in my own bed, do a little bit of laundry, repack, and then I am off to Disney World and on a Disney cruise. So it's crazy, crazy. It all just kind of worked out that way. I didn't really plan to have back-to-back-to-back Disney trips, but that's what happened. The stars aligned, and that's what's happening, and I'm going with it. I'm so excited about it, too. It's really going to be great. I don't think this will ever happen in my lifetime again to have Disney World, Disney Cruise, and Disneyland all within one week. (laughs) So fun times. I'm really excited about it. Today I don't have a ton of time because to be honest with you, I am leaving Wednesday morning at, no not Wednesday, Tuesday morning, which is tomorrow. I'm recording this on Monday. I'm leaving Tuesday morning at 3.30 a.m., and it's 2.30 p.m. right now. So I have like just over 12 hours, 13 hours to get packed and sleep and all of that. And I haven't really started yet. So (laughs) this is going to be short and sweet, but I wanted to tell you about our Disneyland trip that I just returned from with my girls because we had such a great time. So each of my girls had a friend there and I had a friend there. So there were six of us and we just ran around and did everything possible in two days. So we did one day in each park. We did 15 hours per day and we hit things hard and we were tired and worn out, but we had so much fun. We did use Genie Plus, which helped us avoid some of those longest lines, but we were able to go on the like our favorite rides multiple times per day. We would do a few times without Genie Plus in the morning and then again in the afternoon using Genie Plus and it worked out really, really well. So of course we used Getaway Today for park tickets and our hotel. That made a huge difference, helped us save some money. We stayed at the Portofino, which was about a 12 minute walk from Disneyland. It wasn't bad at all. It was an easy walk, just a straight shot. You walk straight out of the hotel, keep walking, and you're going to hit Disneyland. You can't miss it. Uh, it was also right by a CVS, which I appreciated because there were a couple times we had to run over and buy a couple of things that we had forgotten, and it was so nice to literally be next door to the CVS. So that was really nice. And we got there on a Thursday and we had our first park day Thursday and we did Disneyland and we just ran around and did all the things. Um, My oldest daughter and her friend had kind of originally planned to be off on their own and being all grown up and doing Disneyland by themselves but they decided that they really didn't know how to do Disneyland and it was easier and more fun to just stay 
with us. So they stuck with us most of the time. There were a few times they went off on their own. But for the most part, they stuck with us because we're just those cool hip moms, I guess. <laughs> um, character interactions are back. And I am really sad to say that I did not get to experience a character interaction. My girls had zero interest in seeing the characters. They're 14 and 11. And every time we passed by one of the characters, there was a long line to see them, which I was so disappointed to see because I really loved how it was during COVID time where you could just walk up. The characters were there. They were a little bit separated from you, but you could talk to them. You could take pictures with them. You didn't have to wait in line to meet them. You just got to go up and meet them. And I loved that. And now the lines are back to meet the characters and they were quite long. And my girls had no interest in waiting 30 to 40 minutes to see Mickey Mouse. They wanted to go on rides and they... They just didn't want to wait, which I don't blame them. So we never waited to see a character, which I was kind of disappointed about because I wanted to meet Mickey Mouse and give him a hug, but that's okay. I will do it another time. I My main goal with this trip with my girls was just to have fun with my girls. So I didn't do a lot of working while I was there. I was just trying to be in the moment and enjoy being with them. So think I accomplished it. We had a pretty great time, but now I still got to get that Mickey hug. Hasn't happened yet, but I saw lots of people getting character hugs and it looked amazing. So much fun. I just wish there wasn't the long lines. I, I had kind of hoped maybe they would do a hybrid of some sort, like maybe have some characters out that you could wait in line to meet and then have other characters that you could just, you know, were a little bit separated from, but you could just walk by and say hi to them and take a quick picture without waiting in line. That would be my ideal, best of both worlds. But as of right now, it looks like that is not the case. And the second day we were there, we did Disney California Adventure and that was really fun. My girls are obsessed with Guardians of the Galaxy and I think we rode it six times six times. It's a lot. I love Guardians, but honestly, six times is a lot. It wasn't in a row. I don't think I could have done it in a row, but spread out throughout the 15 hours we were there. It was crazy town. Um, the other big thing that happened while we were there is nighttime entertainment returned on that Friday that we were at California Adventure. So they were bringing back the World of Color, they were bringing back the Main Street Electrical Parade, and the Disneyland Forever Fireworks. So I was really excited to be there, to be able to check it all out. Um, in my mind, I made this great plan where I would hop over to Disneyland by myself. Um, the other people in my group didn't have park hoppers, so they would need to stay in California Adventure. So I thought I'll hop over, you know, like 45 minutes before for the Main Street Electrical Parade. I'll watch that and then I'll watch the Disneyland Forever fireworks and then I'll hop back over real quick to watch World of Color at Disney World. It'll be perfect. See, doesn't that sound like the perfect plan? You would think, but I forgot to factor in the millions and millions and millions of people that were there to see the world, or not the world of color, but the Main Street Electrical Parade and the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Show. It was insanity. But let me back up a little bit first. 
So for the New World of Colors show, they have a reservation system, kind of like they used to. And in the olden days, back when fast passes were a thing, then there was a fast pass machine that you could go up to, put your ticket in, and it would spit out a little ticket and tell you which reservation you had for World of Color. It was free. It was part of the FastPass system. They also had one for Fantasmic. Well, they've reinstated that now that World of Color is back, except for this time, it is all virtual. So you use your Disneyland app to make a reservation for World of Color. And there were two showings. There was an earlier one, I think at 9, and then one at 10.15. So it's free to make a reservation, but you do have to be on your Disneyland app and make a reservation at the exact moment you're supposed to, or you may not get one. So reservations open up at 12 p.m., Right at 12 p.m., my friend Tia and I were on there trying to make a reservation, and we didn't get it, which was disappointing. I mean, they were gone in seconds. I had flashbacks of Rise of the Resistance, virtual queues, and I'm so unlucky with those. I don't know why I thought I would get a world of color. I'm an optimist, so I really thought I would get it, but I did not. So we were disappointed, but what are you going to do? So I decided that's fine. There's places that you can see it. I'll just try to get a peek of it after I get, you know, hop back over from Disneyland. That was my plan. So about 7.45, an hour before the parade started, I decided I better get over to Disneyland. I went over and there was a huge long line to get into Disneyland, which I waited in. It was probably like 15 minutes to get through the turnstiles and then there were people everywhere like literally everywhere and I should have known I should have known that people were going to camp out for three to four hours before this big main street electrical parade debut um but I just didn't think about it so I walked all the whole parade route thinking I will find a spot somewhere like there has to be somewhere that I can like really just kind of sneak in I didn't want to block anybody especially people who've been there for hours waiting but I wanted to see if I could kind of wiggle my way in somewhere I could not find anywhere and one of the cast members told me that they had closed the parade viewing um, sections at 7 p.m. So a whole hour and 45 minutes before the parade even began. Uh, so I was trying to decide what to do. I was thinking, should I just totally forget about trying to hit this first parade and maybe try to hit the later one that starts at 1045? Because I'm sure that one's going to be way less crowded because there are so many people at the first one. Obviously, the second one's going to be easier to view. So I wasn't sure if I should try to do that or keep looking for a spot. So while I was thinking about it, I was right walking past it's a or the teacups, the mad tea party. So I was in between Alice in Wonderland and the mad tea party and I was walking right by and I thought if I stood right here, I would have kind of a straight shot of the parade. I mean, obviously not front row. The, there's like a corner of the teacups blocking my view, but I like the teacups. It's not a bad view. And so I thought, this is as good as I'm going to get. So I just planted myself right there and I stood there for about 30 minutes and then the parade started. And before the parade started, people around me just filled in. Like there was, I couldn't have backed up if I wanted to or moved side to side. There were people everywhere on that little walkway 
but I had a fairly decent view. It wasn't great for pictures and videos, but that's okay. I was happy to be there, happy to catch a little glimpse of the parade, and it just, I love that parade so much. It brought back so many memories. I remember seeing it when I was little, watching the Main Street Electrical Parade and hearing the music and really enjoying it. And then the first time I took my boys to Disneyland, they were showing the Main Street Electrical Parade over at California Adventures. And so that's the first Disney parade they ever saw. And it just has a lot of sentimental value to me. And I think for a lot of people, because it's a very popular parade. So I was really excited to see it. I wasn't even disappointed that I didn't have a good view because it was just, it was just fun. It was fun to be there. Um, they had some fun new floats at the end with Encanto and you're going to love it very exciting. Um, I am going in May and I have parade dining reservations so I'll be able to have a front row seat and get all the pictures and videos I want so I'm excited about that. So I was happy that I caught a glimpse of it and by the time the parade was over I was feeling a little overwhelmed by all the people there. Crowds are not my thing and I was feeling like I needed a break and some space, so I was trying to get away from people. There's nowhere to go to get away. I was thinking, I'm going to head back towards the entrance so I can catch a glimpse of the fireworks because there was no way I was going to be able to find a decent view of the fireworks at this point because everyone from the parade was just staying put so that they could see the fireworks. So I started heading back towards Main Street, and there were so many people I have some videos on my Instagram, like really, I haven't seen it that crowded, maybe ever. It was so overwhelmingly crowded. There was a spot when I was trying to head back towards Main Street, I was over by the Matterhorn and the walkway was completely full, wall-to-wall -wall people and everyone was just stopped. There was nowhere to go, so we just had to stand there and wait for the crowds to start moving again. Anyway, I was kind of over it. It didn't help that I was tired. It was late. I'd had a long two days at Disneyland and I just decided I'm not going to get a good view of the fireworks. I'm not going to be able to get any good pictures or videos. So why am I hanging around here? And plus I started to get worried that all of these people were going to be rushing over to California Adventure to try to hit World of Color. And I knew I wasn't going to get a good seat for World of Color, but I wanted to make sure I got back into the park because that's where my kids were. So I decided it would be best for me to just get out of Disneyland, and that's what I did. It took me probably 15 minutes to get from Fantasyland all the way over to the tickets where I could get out. There was a lot of stop and go. They sent us through some little back walkways to avoid Main Street to get out quicker. There was just so many people and there were a couple people around me who were getting a little panicky with all the people and just frustrated and it was a lot. So I got out right when I got out, then the fireworks started and I got to take a couple of videos, pictures from the Esplanade. There were people parked out in the Esplanade watching the fireworks, which is a fun thing to do if you're ever at Disneyland, but you don't have tickets for that night, maybe you know, you're a right, that's the day you arrive and you've been at downtown Disney that day, you can sit in the Esplanade and watch the fireworks and it's kind of fun. So anyway, I got into California Adventure. I got to the tickets. I walked the ticket booth. I walked right in. There was nobody waiting and I got in probably like 10 minutes before they closed 
and it worked out really perfectly because my friend had gone over to the world of color viewing and asked one of the cast members if there was any chance we'd able be able to see the second show. She said, wait over here in this section. We're filling it up right now, but once it's full, we can let anybody in, even people who don't have reservations. So we waited and probably like 20 minutes before it started, they said, all right, come on up. You can come in. And we had a really great view. I was surprised for not having reservations. We had a really great spot and I think it may have been, I mean, it didn't seem that crowded to me and I think it may be because everybody was stuck over at Disneyland. I think a lot of people who got reservations had hopped over to Disneyland and then were trying to get over into California Adventure in time and I don't think they made it. Given the crowd levels, my guess is that they they weren't able to get over in time. So we had a great view of World of Color. It was really fun to see. I love World of Color and it's been gone for years and years. So that was fun to see and it wasn't too crowded, especially being over, you know, coming from Disneyland and the craziness that was happening over there. It felt nice and relaxing and super chill, which is really great. I enjoyed it very, very much. So if you are heading to Disneyland soon, my recommendations for the Main Street Electrical Parade, if you're not interested in camping out and wasting three hours of your Disney park day, make sure you see the second show, but you're probably still going to want to be there an hour to an hour and a half early to find a spot. Um, that's what I recommend. Second show for sure, just to have lower crowds. Um, wherever you are for the parade, I would just stay for the fireworks. If you're going to the earlier show, you need to just keep your butt put, stay there for the fireworks. Um, a place that people love to watch the fireworks, you can't see the projections, but over at Galaxy's Edge, you can see the fireworks and there is nobody over there during the fireworks. Everyone's watching Parade and Fireworks. You can sneak over there. That's a fun place to watch them. Or I like to watch them near It's a Small World just because it's less crazy than the castle and Main Street and all of that. And you can still see they put the projections up on It's a Small World. So it's really nice over there. So that's my favorite place to watch fireworks. Uh, world of Color. If you don't get a reservation, don't panic. I would go over you know, maybe about 45 minutes before the show starts and talk to one of the cast members that are there and ask where you can stand or if there's a possibility that you can get into the reserved section and they will point you in the right direction. But my guess is that you will also have better luck of having that happen for you if it is the second show because the second show will be less crowded. Um, man, it was fun to be there. It was crazy. They had the popcorn buckets they were selling and the drink sippers. I thought they were so cute, but I just couldn't buy one. They were $37 and I love them, but what am I going to do with it when I get them home? I just have nowhere to put them. And I already really have a lot of junk, to tell you the truth. Not that the popcorn buckets are junk, because they're not. Well, to some people they are, but some people love them, so I. I'm happy for the people who got them, who love them. I may, I don't know. I might buy one later. We'll see. But I didn't want to wait in line to buy one. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I can't make that decision right now because I am I'm so overwhelmed trying to get all of my thoughts together for Disney World. The whole time I've been talking, I've been like running through the back of my mind, adding things to my packing list. 
<laughs> my mental packing list, which is a never good, never a good place to keep your packing list, is on your brain. But that's where it is. <laughs> All right, this was short. I'm so sorry it was short, but I just wanted to give you a quick little hello, quick little something, and to give you a quick recap of our latest visit to Disneyland. And now I'm really gonna go pack for real. I'm packing. I got to get going. It's happening. I just have a few hours and I'm on my way. So please follow along on social media. It's going to be so much fun. You can check out my Instagram link is in the show notes. I'm going to be having a giveaway. I'll be there with my friend Chantel, the Disneyland tour guide. It's going to be fun. Uh, we have some surprises along the way and I'm so excited to experience a Disney cruise. I've never done one before. This is my first time. Also, if you are going to Disneyland, Disney World on a Disney cruise, my friends at Getaway Today can help you. They are the best. I'll put a link to them in my show notes or you can call them, tell them I sent you so you can get the very best deals. You're going to love them. They are so helpful and really just the greatest people ever. Okay, that is all the time I have for today. I'm going to go pack. I really am. <laughs> I really appreciate you being here. You guys are the best. I will be back next week to talk all about the Disney World and the Disney Cruise. I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.